Sports Kita. Sports Kita. Uh, yeah, there we go. I'm not a singer, but I can speak. It's Rings and Rambles, our weekly show, diving a little bit deeper into the news. And some of it breaking just before we went on air today. A big name has signed a new deal with the WWE. We'll be talking about AJ Styles, uh, P1 himself, phenomenal one. Uh, we'll get your comments on screen. Here's what I need you to do. If you're watching live or on demand, hit the like button. Or get into the comments. Either one of those things. These are things that do not cost you money. But help us. Uh, and help us uh, galvanize the audience. And climb up the old algorithm. Uh, that is uh, always floating around us. And always changing. It never stays the same. So yeah, hit the like button. It really truly, 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 truly helps the show. A lot to get into. We'll talk about that big name signing with WWE. We'll talk about AJ Styles being back. And uh, we got to talk about this. This, this story that has come together and it has made things certainly interesting. Your comments getting on screen as well. So let us know about that. Uh, we have exclusive stuff over on the WrestleBinge channel. If you're watching uh, here on the Sports Kitty YouTube channel, uh, go check out the all those things. Plug, 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 plug. All right, let's get into it. Big news. Uh, another oh. sign of the early start of the talent wars of 2024's. Uh, that is going to start here because uh, we've heard about this with um, MJF claiming that he had a deal coming up with uh, AEW, which was accurate, but many believe he's staying with them. Uh, we've heard about uh, Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch and their contracts coming up. We've heard about Drew McIntyre now for months, it feels like. like his deal could be up mm-hmm. around then. Uh, but somebody I think that's really underrated, Nick Hart's enjoying me here. I'm Kev Kelman. I haven't even said her name, is Dominic Mysterio. He just signed a brand new deal with WWE. Yeah. I'm I'm liking it. You know, uh, Dirty Dom has been one of the best heels of 2023 as mm-hmm. we're approaching the end of the year. And um, I thought this was a no brainer just because of his dad has been in the company, has done so, so much great things for WWE over the years. And Dom has paved his own way with WWE as part of Judgment Day and being one of the most hated heels right now. He, he's you know, I, I love what he's doing with the Judgment Day. So. Love to see this signing from WWE. Get him locked down. I uh, would love to hear from uh, anyone watching and see what they think of uh, Dominic signing. I- I've seen Dominic live get some of the, the most insane reactions. And reactions oh, yeah. are undeniable. They're irrefutable proof of what you can do in front of a casual fan, a hardcore fan. I know we're talking about social metrics and this or that, or blah, 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 blah. I remember some people saying this about Grayson Waller. Oh, he only has X amount of followers on Twitter. So how is he even getting? And then you see him live. (laughs) You know what I mean? And then you see him get a big reaction. I was like, see, it's not all within your scroll. You know what I mean? Like, and Dom, I think is one of those guys with the casual fan. He's easy to hate. He's a guy who disrespected his family, right? Uh, and with the hardcore fan, he you don't like him because you're like, oh, you're only getting this because you're Rey Mysterio's kid, but then you see him work, and I'm not going to claim that he's the best bell-to-bell wrestler in the world. I think he's a very, very underrated one. I would say that, oh, yeah. uh, but he understands how to just take these pauses and the stuff that was written for him and produced with him and Rhea Ripley and the Judgment Day and the leaving your fan. I mean, I, when I was at WrestleMania, you were there. He got yeah. Maybe one of the like near a Roman level reaction in terms of people not liking him or just booing him. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. And I and I mean, he played up that whole prison role, everything perfectly. Coming out to WrestleMania in the handcuffs, you know, they took the mask off of him. Everybody oh. just booing like crazy. Booing it, it like was. crazy. It was huge, I knew someone who did the extra reaction. parts that worked like the security part where they walk him out and everything like that. Oh, and nice, uh, he, nice. he, t- he told me being next to him, he's like, you could tell he was just taking it in like, like crazy, like loving everything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's awesome at what he does. And, and I happened to go to a SmackDown here in Sacramento, not too long ago, Dominic came out. And I mean, just, just like you see it on TV crowd, just not letting him get a word in just the second <laughs> he hits that mic up. Oh, but you know, that's that X factor that a lot of people don't have that you don't realize until you see it live. Like you said, mm-hmm. you know, they might not have all the followers, but they're creating that heat that that just makes for great wrestling and entertainment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to bring up the uh, Liv Morgan thing. Pierre, we'll get your uh, Liv Morgan comment up mm-hmm. here. Obviously, that was a big story of the weekend as well. But it was. Uh, wrapping up this Dominic thing, it's a no brainer. A five year deal too. five Nine. years. Uh, that's a long deal. For anyone, yeah, I don't care. I mean, you're talking about a guy, young guy. He's south of thirty, uh, so you got him now closer to that thirty window. Uh, and this is a guy who is brought into the business by his father, has the pedigree, has the name. You can do yeah. a lot of things with somebody in five years, good and bad. <laughs> and it gives yeah, you oh, yeah. time here, and uh, you think you factor injuries and stuff like that, so he could be there a lot longer than five years. You know, uh, so uh, good for him. Good time to sign with the company. Yeah, good guy makes sense. Uh, obviously, if if you could get him in the open market, I think anybody would want to get him. But could he do it with the Dominic Mysterio name? That's a WWE legal thing, so it's a whole it's a whole thing, right? Um, so this is a new deal with the company, and I I kind of knew things were good with him. I I knew that he was one of those guys that did have a deal coming up, but he did strike me as somebody who was like, this act isn't going to be. It's it's made for WWE in terms of the reactions and everything they've invested in it long term. And I also don't think that they're done with him and, and his dad either. You know what I mean? Like that was such a long, oh. like that, that was like what, eight, nine, 10 months. They drew that out for years. I interviewed both of them years ago. I told you about these interviews and they both remarked on it. And I'm talking like 2019, you know, they, they, they started building this thing, like just bringing him in and then the yeah. team and, so uh, I there, there's more, uh, and if you want to have Ray's big final match, I think you got to have it with Dom, right? Definitely, you know it's it's got to be Ray and Dom to end Ray's career, and the fact that they signed Dominic for five more years is doing Ray justice too. I believe you know mm-hmm. it, it keeps the mysterious name in WWE longer, and who knows how much longer Ray's going to be around? But yeah, like you said, it's got to be Ray and Dominic to end off Ray's career, uh, and it's also good that. You're talking about a really young guy too that WWE has success with. Oh yeah, you know, like so much of WWE in this show we're going to be talking about is guys north of forty. You know that they're that are hitting their strides. Right. Randy Orton's back. Uh, you know, Roman is up there. Uh, AJ Styles just came back. Uh, let's get into this though. Liv Morgan story, which is unfortunate. We'll talk about uh, him here in a bit. Pierre, bring this one up here. Pierre Paul, uh, Liv Morgan got arrested last week, but don't worry, she'll have nothing in trouble, and she'll be a pick. Part of the big plan for WrestleMania 40. Uh, Liv Morgan arrested in Florida over the weekend on possession charges, possession of marijuana, where, where it is illegal. Years ago, this would have been a big deal. Uh, and it doesn't feel like it's right. as big of a deal as it could have been. Uh, Liv Morgan, as far as we know, is not in any bad standing with WWE. Uh, you know, you talk about, God, 15, 16 years ago when Rob Van Dam 
was the WWE ECW world champion, got pulled over, had marijuana in Ohio, and it just derided everything for him there. And it was a legal situation and, and all these different things. And you have other guys where uh, marijuana is an issue. It isn't. Uh, to be clear, WWE has updated that policy. They are much more lax yeah. on it. Uh, and they're, 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 you know, another thing is the bonus policy, by the way, you cannot easily access that anymore in this new WWE. So uh, there still isn't a, a wellness policy, by the way. Uh, that was part of my research for today's show is I wanted to see what was the current status of marijuana with the W wellness policy. And then that, then that happened here. Uh, Lewis, following up here on the dominant conversation, I want to get you on here on screen. Uh, people need to understand something. Dom made his debut at 23 years old at SummerSlam 2020. Uh, 2020. That was true. He did that match with Seth Rollins. It was his first match. His first match was on a premium live event ever yeah. that anyone saw that we know That's of. Crazy. He could have been under a hood wrestling somewhere we didn't know, right? You right. still need skills development, like better promos. I, I here's the thing. I think his promos are fantastic. You know what I mean? Like the role you think of the promo you're playing is the promo you're doing. Everyone's like, oh, you have to do this other promo, this other thing. That's just you projecting your fantasy booking on somebody. It's no, it's play the play you're given. This guy plays the play he's given right now, and he really nails it. I can see some of that in the past where uh, with, with Ray, he was really uh, playing in his father's shadow, for lack of a better phrase. Um, Put on some muscle and get pushed further. I don't think everyone needs to be a jack guy in WWE. I can understand that because you're seeing a lot of guys now that are at the top of the card are pretty, uh, pretty stacked and beefy up there. Speaking stacked and beefy, we haven't seen him in months. AJ Styles shows up at the end of SmackDown. Uh, well, this has been reported for weeks that he was going to be reinserted back into things uh, for WWE. He's been out of the, the, the scene there for a while. Got laid out by the Bloodline months ago in September. But came back north of 40, just looking chiseled out of granite. Show ends with him next to Randy Orton. Uh, you, have, you have that many abs uh, when you're in your 40s? Good on you, AJ. Good on you, dude. <laughs> Look great. Uh, and then uh, did some heelish stuff, uh, which we haven't seen from AJ in some years. Kind of take it on a prominent hero, fan favorite on the card, LA Knight. You think he would go for the bloodline? And he was, because it was a whole fracas thing, but I uh, kind of took out LA Knight and kind of gave a look at the bloodline as well as to where he stands. Uh, I like this. He's interesting. Uh, I think AJ is an underrated character development guy. And he's been able to do a lot more of that uh, in his WWE run than maybe we even got on. They tried some of this with him in TNA uh, when they kind of turned him a little bit heelish uh, near the end of it and doing some different things there. Um, but this was, yeah, clever stuff. WWE does just look and wink at somebody, you know, and it was very interesting. Any, what do you think of AJ Styles return? Uh, he comes back at a very good time. You want to get on the road to WrestleMania's. Yeah, I loved it. Um, you know, initially he came out to help Randy Orton in LA night and, and that he did. And it shocked me when he attacked LA night, you know, but I, but I like this angle. I like to see where they're going to go with this AJ being the bad guy. Cause he's been the good guy for so long. Um, and, and maybe he's not, maybe he's going to be kind of those loner lone wolf type guys where I don't get mm -hmm. along with anybody, you know? And, uh, but it's, it's going to be interesting to see and to have him come out Jack like that, put some, and attack Roman Reigns the way that he did put some right up into the mix with all the other top guys right now on who could go after the belt and what belt. But I mean, like there is so many top guys right now. You got CM Punk, you got Randy Orton. You L.A. Knight. Now you throw A.J. Styles into the mix, who might go after a belt, too. I mean, WWE, they could go in so many dif different directions right now. It's mm -hmm. crazy. 
But absolutely. I uh, want to thank everybody who's uh, watching wherever you're watching on the Facebook. We have to be on Russell Room, the Russell Waiting Room. Russell uh, so, so definitely give us a, a follow on that thing if you're if you're popping up there on the on the Facebooks. I forget all my notes. And uh, with AJ, I would say for him, I, th- I think him in LA Knight is a good position because Punk coming back, CM Punk's back, Randy Orton's back. That really kind of shuffles the order in terms of who gets to be in big top storyline programs and gets a lot of TV time and gets a lot of time on premium live events. WWE is a stacked, very deep roster. And you're starting to see this in the past year. I would see this when we get to a premium live event and you'd be like, oh, there are only five or six matches. There isn't seven or eight, right? Right. Uh, And so there's less space being built to and given finality on the pay-per-view platform, but the TV sometime, like you saw this with uh, WrestleMania in the past few years, they would do the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, the SmackDown before, you know, or the WrestleMania after. And some people are kind of getting like, all right, you're just on the cusp, but here, you're going to do this one, you know? Uh, (laughs) And would AJ Styles kind of be in that category? I don't know, but it doesn't seem like they're going to do that. It seems like they have a big spot for him uh, ready to go. And it is interesting. Uh, they, They haven't done him in, uh, Roman in some years have done it before in the past, but completely different players here. Clear that he's not doing yeah. the OC thing. I don't get the impression he's doing the, the, the OC thing. I think it's kind of ran its course to some degree. Uh, but good on him. Good on him. Big yeah. time player. Give him a different fresh coat of paint. Paint a coat, as some people say. Yeah. Uh, Want to talk about this? Like it. I know. Maybe I'm jumping ahead here. Have you seen this? Where are we going? WWE Warner Brothers Discovery Story. Have you seen this, Nicholas? Have you seen this story? I've 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 seen a little bit about it. I've seen a little bit about it. Have let, you let seen, me know about it, Kevin? Have you seen the insane level of just butthurt nerd rage on this one from both <laughs> sides of it? Have you seen this? Yeah. Oh man. I didn't know uh, if we were going there, but, yeah, but we yes, are. I have. Yeah, we are. We're, <laughs> we, we're, we're going. So I'm nice. going to try and put this. Uh, there's a lot here. Okay. So this is a lot of stories. So when I lay this out, don't go anywhere. Stick with me now. Okay. Uh, I don't have the cap. I, I, I have a, I have a hat. So I'll go tip, tip of the tip of, of the hat to Nick Hausman. Good friend uh, in the wrestling media yeah. business, house of wrestling rumor and innuendo show for he's doing, uh, he's doing over in uh, ad free shows. So, so on there, he breaks a story and uh, I've, shot a couple texts back and forth about it saying it was a big story and certainly is a big story about this whole scenario of warner brothers discovery who is the media partner currently of all elite wrestling wwe's arch rival. now um cm punk got ejected from there under very controversial circumstances that we have covered at great depth uh and so he's out of there while that's going on, and he comes back to WWE and has massive numbers. He's one of the most watched quarter hours of television for WWE in the last year. All right. So so that's proof positive that he's good. He had the most watched social media stuff they've done uh, this year with his return. I was at Survivor Series. I haven't heard a reaction like that. I know we talked about Dom's reactions, but I haven't heard a reaction like that in quite some time. He's the guy, whether you like it or not. He's the guy right now that everyone's talking about. And he brings uh, a different element to things for WWE as they're also at this very pivotal point 
of selling the TV rights of Monday Night Raw, their longest-running TV franchise. They're looking to get a $400 million reported annual guarantee for it and a multi-year agreement. Uh, so that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Uh, they're currently getting around the 370-380 number. Uh, and they are still on USA Network under the NBC Universal banner. They're still on that deal until August, until October of 2024, so the fall of next year. But they want to get that deal settled. Uh, they did sign SmackDown, which will leave network television, go back to cable. It will be with USA Network, NBC Universal. Don't know if it'll stay on Fridays, but in a you know uh, less than a year's time, it's going to be there. Uh, they signed a new TV deal for uh, CW, so NXT. So WWE has no. They are not aligned with any one TV media master. You know, they have next day streaming rights for Hulu, completely different deal. Uh, so they're definitely open to talking to other people, doing their due diligence. And one of those meetings they had reportedly was with Warner Brothers Discovery. And the door was opened, according to Dave Meltzer, when CM Punk joined WWE. And of course, he had some... Uh, fair success with having an entire TV show for all of a few months <laughs> pivoted around yeah. him on collision. And that show was launched on his name. Uh, so what do you think of this whole thing? What do you think of it? Uh, how do you think this plays out? This is interesting. I'm not saying it's a guarantee, uh, but the scenario houseman also laid out if it happens that he heard ideally from some sources would see raw go to TBS or TNT AW, if it gets to stay with Warner Brothers Discovery, they'd both be working for the same company, uh, would be put on Discovery, the Discovery cable outlet. Not nearly as prominent. Uh, and so it's very interesting. Also, it's worth noting, Ring of Honor, which is an AW brand, they denied mm -hmm. a deal with the CW, and NXT yeah. went and took that deal. Uh, and so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is an interesting thing here. Uh, sneaking this comment in here, uh, Lewis Davidson. I don't want to leave you hanging. I would love to see Randy Orton versus Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania 40. Might happen, might not. Who knows? Would love to see it. Bobby has been doing great lately. Uh, everyone's just doing this the the fantasy booking, not opposed to it. But what do you think of this whole kerfuffle with TV ratings and different stuff like that? I know some fans sometimes don't look at this as a fantasy booking thing. I don't mind talking to you guys about that, but this is a big deal. This is huge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's massive, and um, the the fact that Ring of Honor pulled out of that deal, you know, is is very interesting to me. And then WWE goes right in, is like, okay, well, we're gonna take it, and uh, it also gets an increased yeah, deal. It's worth noting it's yeah. not it's it's not Raw or SmackDown money, you know, right? But they, not, they got but... they got more money, and this is yeah. the this, they're gonna be on network television. I think USA Network may even be a bigger network than CW, but in terms of the United States or people outside the United States, like CW is like maybe like what fourth or fifth broadcast channel. You don't have to pay into a cable channel TV service to get it. You're getting it right. over the air. So uh exactly. you reach some people that maybe you wouldn't get, and maybe NXT gets to be seen some by some people who've never seen it before. Yeah, and I and I think that's the idea behind it too, you know. Uh get, get these young superstars the developmental is what some people like to call nxt nothing is it's a studio show yeah they're not is, paying they're not paying half a million dollars to go bring the whole crew and a right. production costs and union fees to go to building to building and building to building no. and marketing you have to do in each building to build no they're gonna get it's all right we're gonna get a thousand people in this building that we own that we run mm -hmm. and maybe occasionally we'll 
go do a premium live event on the road now and then. I'm, I don't see them breaking that model because it's really cost effective. Why would you spend money on something if you don't have to? Um, yeah. But man, it's it's big time. And it's also not, it's like the the vibe is would AEW lose a TV deal in this whole thing because we don't hear about them talking to anybody else right now. You know? Yeah. And and does that is are they put in a corner right now? Like, are they going to have to be on the same network as WWE? Or I mean, are they gonna, it, it, you know? it does. It does put. It does put Warner Brothers. This is me working in media. I know you've done a little bit of media work, uh, but yeah. it does put it does put the kind of puts Tony and AEW's back to the wall. This is oh, yeah. and, and this is something Tony Tony references. He he did the fair and civil response despite getting into some Twitter BS we've seen him do before. Uh, and I, I'm fine with him doing Twitter BS. Everyone does Twitter BS nowadays. Oh yeah, uh, but he he did their Ring of Honor. They had their big final battle show which i still haven't seen but i've heard great stuff about i'm sorry i had a w- family wedding over the weekend um I'm good. but he did the post show press conference and he basically said they're doing their due diligence that, that's the cop out like yes they have to have those conversations with everyone and he kind of did the paul Heyman thing of it's us versus the world it's AEW versus it's it's us and our pirate which I think is a great rallying thing to do internally and do for your hardcore fans and and go to the AEW fan base and say like it's them versus you you got to defend us you got to do and I get that but you're five years in you know yeah. and you're you're fighting from underneath and I, I mentioned this before uh, in other conversations wwe is wwe and now they have endeavor money and now you have this whole fight for talent and you had punk go over there and they're they're hitting their stride i still think all elite wrestling is making some great stuff i think the content the classic even though it's making another title that i think i could get lost in the shuffle the matches are good but they got they got stung they got mjf isn't you know, on the verge of possibly having an injury and maybe dropping the title. I'm not saying it's going to happen. You have Adam Cole hurt. You have Kenny, Kenny Omega out. You have all this stuff with the young bucks. They're just on the shelf. Cause you're just trying to get the, the CM Punk stink off of them. That's just been there. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that, that's no effect of whether or not they have good matches. They, they had a great match at all in. Right. But, um, it's like a lot of top acts that have some issue or something going on and they can't be as effective as you need them to be. But you still have great matches. You still have a John Moxley. You still have a Brian Danielson. But it's it's challenging. It's it really is. really challenging, you know. And I'm starting to see the issues that I think they have is just trying to be wrestling for wrestling's sake. You need stories. The devil yeah. thing is the closest they're getting to that. But that also, I don't know how that pays out. I really really don't. If, if they go with Jungle Jack Perry, who has the same punk stink on him, and I'm not saying it because it's, it's bad. It's, Come on, Nick. Like, you know what I'm talking about. It's, it's all, there. <laughs> it and is all there. And then it's like, well, they have to play it up. And then if they do play it up, like, are they playing up the, the competition? Are they, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, it's the stuff like, you know, like when TNA was like TNA. I'm not saying it isn't now, but it's they're right. rebooting and they're doing, they're doing some great stuff, by the way. I think they're in a wonderful position. But I mean, they had that period where they always felt they had to reference something going on in WWE that fans didn't like. Yeah. They always like, once you start to get into that pattern and it feels really indulgent, it just kind of makes you look less than even if you don't want to be. It does. And um, and I think that they need to veer away from that a little bit. I know that that is their competitor and, you know, mm-hmm. to have great competition will bring your company up a little bit. But just kind of separate yourselves and you don't always have to be compared to WWE. Just be you. 
but I do agree that they need to add more storyline into it. You know, um, one of my friends who is an AEW nut, uh, he he came up to me and he goes, you know, I'm I'm kind of getting a little bit tired of how AEW is coming off as more of an indie promo when I watch it than it is so much of a week to week storyline that I like with WWE. And he goes, I would really love it more if they did more storylines because I love the wrestling. I love the uh, whole. And it's not like they it, don't have storylines. They have plenty of stories. They do. They do. They do. But, uh, but I mean, I, I see where he's coming from at the same time yeah. as well. So, uh, and it's a lot of bad things for happening to AEW at the same time. A lot of good things happening to WWE and perception starts to become reality, you know? Yeah. So, uh, I'll get into this one though. We, we mentioned TNA in that conversation. I don't yeah. want to leave them out. I just did an interview with Ace Austin of TNA. Oh, nice. to start, we have to start calling him TNA again, which is another fun yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, they are doing Hard to Kill and Snake Eyes, big events in Las Vegas. Huge yeah. names already promoted for that. Kazuchika Okada from New Japan Pro Wrestling, who could be a free agent soon. Will yeah. Ospreay is kind of wrapping up his round, his tour, his farewell to everything else before he goes off and locks into his AEW deal. Jesse Hyde. Thank you, Jesse. I see you watching your streams. You watch a lot and you comment a lot. And I adore you. Thank you for that. I appreciate it, Jesse. He goes, TNA teasing something for Hard to Kill. This is their upcoming premium live event pay-per-view. Uh, and they're going to relaunch their streaming service, TNA Plus, under the Endeavor banner. Yeah. Endeavor has yeah. a, a back-end digital business that was working yep. with WWE on WWE Network and other things. And that kind of got the ball rolling. And then now... Endeavor owns WWE. They own a majority stake in WWE. So uh, that that was interesting. Uh, And then he says, TNA teasing something for hard to kill. They say big signing, but it could be something cooking. Uh, Yes, that also said worlds collide. They kept saying worlds collide. TNA is that, hey, we're not the biggest, but we're the outlier. And if you're in AEW and you want to come over and do this and Tony lets you do it, you know, and they had a collaboration together during the pandemic and the pandemic was different too but i i i've heard some people kind of go on the record to me <laughs> off the record and say that uh we got enough out of it but we didn't get everything out of it that we should have in terms of our collaboration with ollie wrestling not saying it was oh. bad but it was just we didn't get exactly what we thought we could get out of it the the expectations wow. were completely met not to say they were bad but you know kenny Omega mm. comes in and runs rough shot and beats up our guy it becomes a world champion all those different things man so as i've heard some, i've heard some people say it to me and i was at bound for glory 2500 fans uh very they're they're running in a they've embraced the modesty of where they are but also that that opens up a lot of possibilities within that when you can be a hardcore brand like what AEW is doing but they're doing yeah. it at the proper scale all right we know we're we, we know where we are and we know we, but we know how we can like get as much out of the lane that we're in and not, and not overextend ourselves. But that also gives you this sense of, all right, if you're not happy here, you can come over to TNA. You know, you, yeah. if you're, if you're not, if you don't feel you're getting exposure, you can come over and do this. And now you see this endeavor thing. Now you see worlds collide. I'm like, they're teasing a signing. That's significant. It's yeah. gotta be big, right? You gotta and who's who's out there that they could get while everyone's trying to sign someone up at the early part of 2024? What Mercedes Monet is that the big name you can think of? Yeah, and I mean 
Let's say uh, Drew McIntyre doesn't sign with WWE. Oh, boy. I, I don't know. <laughs> that's I, way too big. Yeah, that's it's to be clear, I think Drew's deal has him locked into WWE until uh, mid-April. But if yeah, but this is a different WWE, and this is a uh, WWE. I saw a great note here today that this is a WWE that's ran now by Hollywood agents. Yeah, and yeah. Hollywood agents really like getting someone else's client. Uh, you know, like they really true. enjoy that idea. <laughs> and uh, I've worked in radio and media, and they really love the idea of uh, you work over there, but then you come over to us. Like they really enjoy that. And uh, is WWE now going to be in a position to have some of their talent go over and do something on TNA? Because they already did the thing where they would have some people go and do NXT. Are you Raw or SmackDown? You can go do NXT. Yeah. Does TNA become like another developmental? spot for them i mean that endeavor hypothetically you know yeah. i mean that's I'm not saying that's they buy it. it they buy it maybe they just have a working deal with them you know what i mean hey. that would be smart that would be smart in my eyes you know and, and to have just another branch out there that you could send some guys over to that aren't getting as much airtime here with wwe yeah. but you want to get them some work and still have them out there you know that would be a perfect place for it to at go at the same in. time they're teasing this like it's the biggest name they could get yeah. and worlds are going to collide. So I'm just like, that's... oh boy, or or is TNA doing the AEW thing again? I think that's a possibility too. I do think AEW is in a sense of like, let's just hey, let's get some more, let's fire up the engines again, let's rev some stuff up here when you think we're kind of cooling down and that they're yeah. apart because they have uh, they have World's End. That's a big show. How that show is going to be affected is weird because you have MJF who's working hurt. Uh, and I think there's a possibility he could lose his title, which is uh, very unfortunate. Uh, Lewis Davidson, uh, bring up the whole AEW WWE thing now, the TV contracts, the concern about that. Because Tony Khan is a great businessman. He knows yeah. what he's doing. But seriously, in my opinion, AEW can't go toe-to-toe with WWE. Not right now. Fair take. Fair. Uh, I'm not making this a WWE, WCW thing, but anything can happen. Well, the thing is, like, I do you think, they try to go toe to toe like too quickly. I mean, but you're not, you're naturally, you're going to fight for talent, you know? And at yeah. some point, teenagers said like, Hey, we're just going to be the other company. We're not going to fight head to head with you talent wise. AEW, cause they have money. It's Tony's money. Right. And he can come to the table with real money and offer competitive exposure and all these different things. But it's certainly not what WWE can offer right now. Uh, and right. WWE is going to spend some money. Maybe some people just want to make money and still be comfortable. Well, go to AEW. True. Maybe you just want to be comfortable, still make some money. <laughs> you go to you go to TJ. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I have to agree with with Lewis here. You know, uh, I I love what AEW puts out, but at at the moment, I just don't think that they can compete with WWE, and they shouldn't try. Mm -hmm. They should just mm -hmm. do their thing. I love what they what they're putting out, and I love the separation between the two. I said it before. Don't you don't need to try to be wwe it does help you know to have that competition especially if your direct competition is the big dog wwe but the big dog <laughs> yeah but i'm i, I'm with I love, I love saying the, the, the big dog the big dog <laughs> coming at you the big dog uh so uh this is just uh, a wild 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 time in the business to follow everything so definitely you know could just go go to sportskeeda.com you'll have all this different stuff here here uh now now here comes the pile on though Abreu, Curvin Abreu, saying AEW product ice cold. Nothing interesting happens. I would say no, that isn't the case. 
the ROH Final Battle pay per view was really cool. You know, essentially did like a Jay Briscoe tribute match in the six man. Yeah, awesome. Uh, Brian Danielson is doing some interesting stuff. I think they finally started to say like, all right, we can't just have the women have matches for the title and then someone loses the title and we have all these titles and they introduced another women's title this weekend. We don't know how <laughs> that's going to go. Uh, but you know, you have Billy Starks getting a character development. You have, um, you have Athena who left WWE and, uh, and, and came over to AEW. I think she's benefited from that. Tony storm gets to do this timeless old Hollywood yeah. character. And that's <laughs> interesting. Uh, Sky blue is now an evil person. And I think that's interesting. Uh, yeah. I think the women have, are the most interesting they've been in quite some time because they really felt like they pulled back on that. Yeah. And now they're starting to understand, like, all right, we got to get this together. And I think the the Sting retirement tour stuff is going to that, – that really feels like it's going to pick up in January. Uh, and good yeah. news on that. They sold. They basically are going to sell out that building in Greensboro for his final match at Revolution, which is really, really cool and kind of in that nostalgic mid-Atlantic NWA territory. So that's kind of what they're going for. It's not all bad. No. Yeah, I don't I don't want I don't want to do the pylon thing and say it's all bad, but it's definitely like WWE's cooking right now, man. You yeah. know, and, and and people are just naturally gonna be like, oh, what are what are they making over in that kitchen? You know, like it's it's <laughs> it's, it's natural. It's natural. It but when you see this TV news story with the TV deals and stuff like that, it's like, oh boy, 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 boy. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that ain't good. And then but also you, you have you seen this too, where people completely show ass. And it's like, you could have done this. And they get mad at AEW. And it's like, oh, oh yeah. You, wa- you wanted one side to look cooler than the other. You know, like you have, you have act, you, you see their bias kind of show. They show ass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, oh, have yeah. you seen that a little bit more in the past week when this story broke? I saw a whole bunch of that. Definitely. I mean, go over to X, Twitter, and I'm sure you could see something about it right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, you're not going to have to search too far. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's all comedy to me. I mean, it's it's just entertainment. I, what's the I worst? What's the worst wrestling take you've seen recently? Oh. You don't have to name names. Can oh, you see man. these people try to use like hot hot takes? And it's just like, what are you doing, dude? Like, like you are lost in the weeds, brother. What are you I doing am, here? Off the top of my head, I there, I've seen just so many <laughs> lately <laughs> that that I that I can't put one out there off the top of my head. But I mean. It's 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 insane. It's insane what what people come up with and yeah. decide to put out there to the world as well. So, <laughs> it's all entertainment. It's all entertainment. It's all entertainment, baby. Uh, coming up this week on the Sports Kita Wrestling YouTube channel, I worked on this, uh, and it is something I put a lot of time and effort into. We have a lot of producers working on it. You know about this movie that is coming out, The Iron Claw. Uh, I want to wrap up on this. Uh, we will have a retrospective uh, coming out. This has been done, uh, but I do think it's an important story to keep in your mind when you go to see this movie. Uh, the Iron Claw will not be 100% based on reality, but certainly inspired by it. With the Von Erich family, the famed Von Erich wrestling family of world-class championship wrestling, a majority of the brothers, the Von Erich brothers, sadly passed away under several different tragic circumstances. And that is kind of displayed in this movie, this A24 movie uh, starring Zach Afron, Jeremy Allen White. I saw it. A certain member of the WWE roster that we talked about today was, was in the audience and certainly seemed to enjoy it to some degree. My brief conversation with, with that person. Uh, and this movie is making a big deal. Had a world premiere. John Cena was there. MGF was there. MGF has a 
blank and you miss it scene in this movie, which is unfortunate. I think his scene got cut down. Uh, the wrestling in it looks great. Chavo Guerrero's in it is it great. I am I may do a formal interview with this, but this uh, this retrospective I have on it, that is likely coming out on the channel on Friday, the same day the movie comes out. If you're if you're a younger fan, you've heard of this. Seek out looking out these guys. These these they were like essentially like a, I want to say like a wrestling boy band at one point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and and they were over in terms of things that were like very very successful in the 1980s wrestling boom period that wasn't WWE world class like was and for uh, at least a few years very successful like international television they were on ESPN they had a national cable deal like uh, you know like they had some real success and then things sadly went another way both in and out of the ring um but i'm very very excited for you guys to see that if and when you see that watch it uh we have plenty of you guys watching uh the, this video that i think we talk about the, the negative aew stuff right uh yeah. there's plenty of you watching the story we kind of talk we get into these mistakes that aew is making and we get into them and I've I've broken them down, and that is every Tony Khan mistake that led to the decline of AEW, the drop off that they've had here. <laughs> uh, that is up. Uh, Fifty one thousand of you uh, agree with some of this because you're watching it. Uh, that has come out. We also uh, dig into Logan Paul and how he quickly became uh, a big star and a big attraction. How he's exceeded expectations. Those videos are up right now on our channel, Nick. If they want to follow you, where do they go? At N Harkson 24 on the Twitter. That's at N H A R K S E N 24. And you're on a bunch of the shorts that we have on our YouTube. Yeah. Channel. So on YouTube, when you watch the shorts, a lot of the times when you hear a crazy voice, then yeah, it's going to be. What do you, you mean? You don't talk like this all the time, Nicholas? What are you I talking don't about? Talk when I do my this isn't your right this isn't your regular <laughs> voice it is not so, <laughs> this is what you're hearing right now not what you hear on the script <laughs> that would no that was still a little broadcastery it was still <laughs> well you know now I'm stuck in my ways I, I have shorts to do right after this so uh, already get getting ready. ready get yeah. ready <laughs> get ready it's Nick Harkson <laughs> reporting <laughs> yes sir <laughs> do, you, do you get asked to do the story do they send you he's like hey put put the put some sauce on it man but really really uh, give us give us the pipes of this i mean it, it used to be that way sometimes <laughs> they, they would have to you know hype me up sometimes but now now i got it <laughs> now i know what the formula is so <laughs> uh another comment here uh here we go uh aew mgf everything going on I, i'm worried about him man he's injured uh he's yeah. working uh, he's working hurt I don't think we're going to see him wrestle until World's End, this pay-per-view at the end of the month, but hopefully he's all right. Uh, MJF is awesome. Uh, if Tony lets him slip away, it'll be a big loss for the company. MJF is skilled, good in-ring performer, but if he goes to WWE, it could be over for him. Um, Look at Keith Lee. Oh, you mean like he would get lost in the shuffle in WWE? No. Mm-hmm. I think he's a guy who would go, and they would put him on NXT, which feels weird. This is me. I would put him on NXT, and, but it would be it would quickly become. Let's have you here. Let's let something drop out and uh, Raw or SmackDown. You pop in there. Uh, I, I wouldn't say that's the case. I wouldn't say that's the case. You know, uh, the way that WWE's treated people that have come over from AEW that were either in WWE before 
or are coming over now, uh, it's a different story. Jade Cargill's being treated like a big deal, even though she hasn't debuted. They're they're treating her like a big deal. Uh, mm-hmm. Cody was treated like a massive deal. The guy got the WrestleMania re- debut, a re-debut, a reintroduction, yeah. um, and is obviously one of the top guys in the company. So I'm not saying that MJF can't be that, uh, but you know he's a guy who comes out. I think there's people behind him in WWE that would suffer if he came to the company. That's that's the way I think about it. He's that talented. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, you've had people in WWE say, like, oh, yeah, eventually he'll be here at some point. Now, when that <laughs> is. Yeah, Cody's saying that in an interview. He's like, oh, yeah, eventually he'll be in WWE. I was like, oh, boy. Imagine if you're, imagine if you're one of the executives that work with Cody and you hear that. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> done now. Stop it. All right, you can follow me on the things at... Kev Kellum at Kev Kellum. That's K-E-V-K-E-L-L-A-M. Uh, Kev Kellum 6 on Instagram. I'm trying to get the Instagram number up. I need the validation. Uh, and I'm very, very busy on air on the Rock Radio with Q101. Uh, go check out stuff we're doing with them. A whole bunch of cool stuff uh, I film with them. Uh, I don't think I can say this. Oh, I want to say it. I'm doing I'm doing something pretty cool that, that's going to come out the week of Christmas with Q101. And I'll share it with you guys. Just go follow me on my socials. It is pretty sweet. Uh, I'm excited, uh, and I'm I'm looking to see if I nope I cannot say it. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but I will tell you, Nick. <laughs> yeah, can't wait. Let's go. <laughs> I always get so much shit from people when I do that. Uh, Ken terminated DQ. What's up? NoDQ.com, dude. That's old school wrestling internet right there. You guys, Ken. Hey, wrestling fans. Hey, wrestling fans. Hey, if you're here for the first time, don't make it the last time. If you're just joining us late, don't even uh, worry about it. Just go back, watch the whole show. Yeah. Get in the comments if you watch it on demand, too. I want to hear from you guys. Um, by the way, you guys can also uh, get the podcast version of the show. The podcast audio is up as well. Uh, that is available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, all the different apps, all the different shows we have with Vince Russo. Bro. Bro. Uh, Bill After, enjoy the matches and uh, all those different guys. A shout out to Dutch Mantel uh, on the mend as well. Dutch, we, we're rooting for you. We know you're going to be back with us soon. Uh, remember, when watching wrestling, please do the most important thing. Uh, do you know? Can you give me? Can you give me in your special broadcaster voice the sign-off phrase that I always do? Nick, can you do that? Here we go. One, two, three. Broadcast away. Enjoy wrestling. <laughs> Hear the pipes on that one. 